Hey, welcome back to WordPress Simplified. As you probably know by now, my name is Jennifer Weiner and I am your host. Today we are going to cover some things that might make you question whether or not I'm sticking around. Trust me, not going anywhere, but we're going to cover why you shouldn't start out with a website right away. We're also going to go over seven things you should have on lock before you even think about starting your website. And we're also going to break down eight things for the uh, fourth of those seven things. We're going to talk about branding a little bit. I also have some amazing resources for you. So let's dive in, buckle up and get ready to go. This is a little bit longer than usual, but I think you're going to find it very helpful. Hey, welcome to WordPress Simplified, the podcast that detects the technical and makes WordPress accessible for all. While we do cover most of the time WordPress topics, from time to time I will add in some copywriting and design tips to help you make the most out of your WordPress. My name is Jennifer Weiner and I will be your guide on this journey. Sometimes I might throw in some business or social media topics just to make sure we are rounded out. Now, I do want to jump into the podcast right now, so let's dive in. I hope you enjoy the episode. So today we are going over why you shouldn't get a website as soon as you start in business, what to do instead, and we're going to break down part four of the things you need before you get into a website. So there are seven things that, in my opinion, you should have on lock before you have a website professionally developed and then again the fourth thing we're going to break down and I've got some resources for you as well today and you're going to find all this in the show notes so are you ready we're going to break it down so unless your niche is actually websites you don't need a website in the beginning I have my three favorite things to do instead that we're going to go over now when you are ready for a website after you have these next seven things on lock I want you to do it yourself first. Why wouldn't you hire a professional? Well, a couple reasons. When you first start in business, you think you know what you want. You think you have your ideal person on lock. You probably don't until you go through some of those first clients, first customers. You go through your processes, systems. I hope you have systems in place because that was a mistake I made. Um, You're going to start refining them. And you don't want to pay to have your site made and then need to redo it in six months or even a year. Um, It can be a pretty expensive process to get a website made, whether you're using WordPress, please use WordPress in my opinion, or even something like Wix or Squarespace, or even Show It, which is based on WordPress. So if you're not going to use a WordPress self-hosted Show It, maybe your next best option. I have not played with that. And yes, it can be used for things other than photographers. Um, But yeah, the other reason is... You need to understand the processes, the terminology, which you're learning with me. I'm so glad you're with me. Um, You need to understand how to evaluate what plugins do you want, what themes do you want, and those are coming up in the next couple episodes. You need to evaluate your own host. Hosting, I mean, not host. Like, you know, you're going to host Christmas dinner. It's almost Christmas here, and I'm so ready for ham. That's my favorite. But um, you need to be able to evaluate these things yourself. Should you ask the opinion of your professional when you hire one? Yes, but you need to be able to weigh what you need, where you think you are now, and where you think you're going to be in the future. Um, 
What you need right now may be fairly inexpensive, but you also need to look at where you want to be two years, five years, even 10 years from now. You want to be setting some goals for the future because we're not in this for a day or a week or a year. Um, most of us, unless it's a hobby and there's nothing wrong with having a hobby that you're putting on the web, go you. But unless you're doing it as a hobby, you want to support your family. And I can tell you, as you make more money, you're paying for more things for your business. And you're going to start wanting more things. I mean, I mean, it's going to be like, you know, okay, now we're paying for everything really easy. We got some extra money. And then you're going to maybe, I don't know, start going out for coffee more. Or you may want more dinners out. You may want to take more vacations every year. So many things. Um, And not to say that, you know, we're all super uber consumers. Some of us are very minimalist. But even those that are minimalist have wants and needs. So just keep that in mind as you evaluate things when you do it yourself. Um, And then another reason you're not going to hire someone to do it is you want to have proof of concept. You want to have worked through and refined your process with actual clients, not just yourself. You're going to work through it with yourself first, I hope. Um, But you want to have proof of your concept. And this is also how you're going to get testimonials and social proof and case studies if that applies. These help you sell better, both from your website and from social. Okay, so this is why we are not starting with a website. Now, what are the seven things we should have in place before we even start DIYing our website? So we're going to start with a clear product or clear services. In order to sell, you have to have something to sell. I mean, you don't have a business if you're not selling. If it's a hobby and you are just, you know, talking about, you know, you love to crochet and maybe you have a few patterns you're selling, sharing with the world, or you love to cook and you're just putting your recipes out there, that's your clear service, is selling your product, you know, sharing, not necessarily share, selling your products, your recipes, not products, your recipes, your um, patterns, things like that. That's fine. That's your clear service. It can be a free service. It can be free downloads. So if it's a hobby, you can still have a clear service or you can have a clear free product. But make sure you're pretty clear on where you want to go, you know, over the next year, two years, six years, you know, a decade. Now, you also want to have a clear transformation. Um, until you clearly know where you're going to take your ideal person, and we'll talk just a little bit more about your ideal person shortly, until you can clearly communicate where you're taking them, where they are right now, to where they're going to be when they're through working with you or reading your blog post if you're a hobbyist. Um, and how you're going to do that, website's not going to do you a whole lot of good. Um, people these days are living fast. We all are. So when we land on your website, we want to know the who, what, when, where, why, and how in like two seconds flat. I am so guilty of that, so no judgment. But, you know, if you can communicate that clear transformation, who you work with, what you do with them, and how you do it, and if you can do it in a single statement, you're more badass than I am, go you. Um, you. You have your clear transformation, and that clear transformation can be as simple as, here's a meal you can make in five minutes for your family tonight with ingredients you probably already have in your kitchen. Awesome transformation. They're going to love it. Okay, so number three, um, you want to know what your clear differentiation is from everybody else in your market. So why should your ideal person pick you over everybody else doing, selling, or giving away the same thing you are? What makes you special? This is basically your superpower. 
Next is four. So, so far you need clear products and services, a clear transformation, and your differentiation. Why are you special? And yes, you are special, so don't say you're not. So, next you need your complete branding. If you don't have your complete branding on lock, you are going to struggle and change it 50, 11 times. Your girl has done that. Yes, I have had more iterations of my branding than most people have socks and underwear combined. Seriously, it really feels like that. So when I talk about your complete branding, I am not talking about your logos and your colors and your pretty little icon. No, that's not your complete branding. That's a component of it. You also need to know some of the behind the scene things, which we're going to break down here once we get done with number seven on this list. So hang in here with me. All right, so we get our complete branding together. Now we need a list building offer. Please start building your list before you build your website even. Most um, email marketing providers will allow you to have at least one landing page, two or three. There are landing page builders you can pay for. depends on how much you want to put into it. So your list building offer is typically a free or even sometimes a low-cost offer. depends. Um it can be a PDF, it can be a video series, a series of emails. There's like a jillion out there. I'm sure you've run into them. I'm sure you've signed up for them. And um, they're technically not literally free. Um, they're free in exchange for an email or low cost can be done. But the one thing you want to be do want to do, number one, to comply with all these privacy laws, which are super important and I totally support, is you want to be completely clear and get consent to continue sending marketing messages. That is a whole other topic. If you want me to go into what I know about that, I'd be glad to do it. So now, after we have our list building offer ready, we want to grab an email marketing provider. Don't send marketing emails from your email. You just don't. Um, it's a major faux pas. It probably violates, I don't know how many of these privacy laws we just talked about. Just don't do it. You want an email marketing provider. They're set up to send emails, especially when you get into a large email list in bulk. They're set up to adhere to all the laws, etc., etc., add all the little bits and pieces and remind you to add them. Things like you need to have your address. Um, okay, so this is an aside. This is not one of the things I have that you absolutely should have before you start a website. But if you don't want to give away your actual address, and I believe some laws require it to be physical, um, you might want to get a little box. There are some areas where you can get what is essentially a P.O. box that has a physical address. Yes, that is legal, um, at least in the United States. Um, I did do a little studying on that, but there's nowhere in my tiny little town to get one. Um, so that's another thing you might want to get. And you do want to email market, that's how you talk to your people. And that's the second place you own besides your website. So a little bit of an aside. So this is how you do your automated marketing. This is how you send a welcome sequence after they sign up for your list building offer, a.k.a. freebie, a.k.a. ethical bribe, um, to get, uh, help them get to know you, to introduce them to what you do, um, to send offers. You know, you have a great launch coming up, so you start telling them about it. Um, you have a great blog. You have a great podcast. Yes, I have a list for the podcast. You can sign up for it. Be glad to have you. Um, so my top two recommendations for email marketing providers are Mail or Light for their free. ConvertKit is great for paid. Right now, um, last I checked, the ConvertKit free option does not allow for automated emails like your welcome sequence. 
It will, if I remember correctly, send out your free offer, but it doesn't do the welcome sequence. So until they add that, but they do have a new inexpensive paid option that I think is like nine US dollars a month. So definitely love ConvertKit, love MailerLite. Now, the final thing you need before you start a website, besides your hosting, is your domain name. You have to have a domain name. Um, if you're going to do a personal brand, use your name or your business name. It's usually the easiest way. To, don't try to get too cute. Keep it as short as possible, easily rememberable, and easy to say. Um, the domain name for my podcast is WP Simplified. I had to use a .us because none of the other ones were able, but .us isn't too hard to remember. Um, for my personal website and my that where I sell my services, it's Jennifer M Weiner. Dot com. I got the dot com. I got the dot com. Is it that? It's so hard to get the dot com today. So you definitely want to get the dot com if you can. That's what most people remember. Um, if you're not in the U.S., um, your local TLD or top level domain like dot de, which is for Germany, or dot ca is Canada is a se- great second choice. Um, there's several other that are fairly common. Dot net is one I can think of off the top of my head because I didn't write those down in my notes. Um, But I will leave a link to a Wikipedia article that has uh, the top-level domains, especially those that are localized to various areas. Um, So you can avoid those if you're not from those areas. In my not-so-humble opinion, I don't think you should have a .ca unless you're in Canada. Um, I think .co is Columbia. Some people use those. But um, there are several others that can be used. Just be aware that some of them may be associated with spam. So do a little research before you buy that domain name. Okay, so, and once you get your domain name, you can get a G Suite, Google Suite, or a Microsoft 360 account, and I think Zoho Mail is another one that are all really affordable and have a professional email that doesn't end in gmail.com, outlook.com, whatever will end in my awesome domain name, dot whatever you chose. Highly recommend that as well. Not a necessity. So, the seven things you must have before you even start DIYing your own website is your products and services, even if it's something as simple as sharing your hobby and your clear transformation is the second one, which could be as simple as, hey, here's this amazing recipe that will help you make a nutritious meal in five minutes for your family with things you already have in your home. Number three is your differentiation. Why should they pick you over everyone else that's doing the same thing? Your complete branding which is more than just the pretty fun stuff we all love to do, right? Next, number five is your list building offer, which is typically free. Just make sure you are super clear and get the consent to send marketing messages once they get their freebie. Then you're going to need that email marketing provider to send those automated marketing emails and a weekly, semi-weekly, at least once a month, regular emails once they get through those automated sequences. Then you need your domain. You got to have a domain to start a website. And then you go into the little slightly more technical details after you get your domain. So there we have the top seven things you must have to start DIYing your own website one. Okay, so are you ready to go on to all the pieces of your branding that you need to nail as best as possible before you even start DIYing your site? You ready? And I got some great people I'm going to recommend here. Let's hop in. All right, so the first thing you need to know is who is your ideal person? Who is your dream client or customer? Who would you love to work with? You need to know as much about them as possible. In most cases, especially as a service provider, this is going to be you three months ago, a year ago, six years ago. This is me 10 years ago. Most of you are who I was 10 years ago. 
Knowing this is also really helpful to write killer copy. Copy is the words on your page that you use to sell or build no, or help people learn to like you because they identify with you in some ways. So, knowing your ideal person is so important. And it is, in my opinion, I think it's the first step because if you don't know who you're going to sell to, it doesn't matter what you have. If you don't know who you want to work with, it doesn't matter who you have. And I'm going to tell you, I am no expert here. I'm going to reiterate that. I'm going to give you some people I consider experts to get to know, get to follow some things they have that will help you. So that way you can learn from professionals. But this is, you know, my thoughts here. Once you know who your ideal person is, then you want to think about what your brand vision is. What do you aspire to do long term? And we're not talking about making money. We all want to make money. We all here to make money. The level of money we want may be different. But what do you aspire to do? What kind of impact do you want to make on the world? This is your vision. Then you want to know what the transformation you bring is. How do you transform your customers' lives? This is also kind of like your differentiation. Kind of, but not really. So, you need to know what your transformation is. This is step number three, which is also the second step, having a clear transformation for your website. So, as you're getting your website together, you're also getting your branding together. That's kind of how it works. So, you want to know exactly how do you transform your customers' lives. How do you take them from, I need what you have, to why they needed what you have. How do you give them the life they're dreaming of that your service or your product provides? Um, And then you need, a lot of people call it your mission statement. Some people call it an I help statement. Um, You need to know what your mission is. Who do you help? How do you help them? What do they get? And why does it matter? And a lot of us leave out the why does it matter. Um, So make sure you cover that. It can be something as simple as so you can have more free time. It could be something as simple as to release the frustration of XYZ. Um, this doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be complicated. And you will probably refine it many times over the years as your business evolves. Uh, and you also want to go into your core brand values. What do you and your company stand for? As a personal brand, a lot of times I've seen that it, it aligns with who you are and what you stand for as a person. If you're not a personal brand, honestly, I have no flipping clue. That's why i not a brand strategist at this point. We're working on it. Um, and again, these may be out of order. I'm going to tell you some people who can help you. So that was number four. Number five is your brand personality. And your brand personality, from what I know, is kind of how do you want people to experience your brand? What do you want them to feel and think? Your personality influences how they feel, how they think, what they experience. And you're going to communicate that with number seven, your brand voice and tone. These aren't exactly the same thing, but they work hand in hand. And they do convey that brand personality. This is how you say what you say, both with speech, like I'm talking to you right now, through the internet waves, and with text on your website, in your social media, all that good stuff. And finally, we're getting to the good part, your brand visuals. This is the fun stuff that we all usually think of first. No, you're not the only one. Don't feel bad. I did too. So... This is going to be your logo, your fonts, your colors, your images, your icons, anything that represents you to the eye. And that's it. This is the fun part. Um, You do want to make sure, in order to have a truly powerful and impactful brand, that all of these in some way, even if it's loosely, reflect the seven things above. All right. So the eight pieces of branding you want to nail are your ideal person, also sometimes called an ideal customer, ideal avatar. There's a lot of ways to put that. Your brand vision, the transformation you give your people, your mission statement, your I help statement, whatever you want to call that is number four, 
your brand personality, your core brand values, your brand voice and tone, and your brand visuals. That is all eight. Now, I have some amazing ladies that I follow for branding. Um, first one is one of my favorite people. We've been working together for a long time. Her name is Allison Scholes. Um, she has a podcast, Social Media for Mompreneurs. Um, and if you're a dadpreneur or not a parent at all, you'll definitely find some great nuggets there. Um, you can find her on Instagram at Allison Scholes, and there are going to be links. She also has a great free resource, Rock Your Personal Brand, that I'm going to link to. You can find it at her website, bossladyinsweatpants.com forward slash rock dash your dash personal dash brand. Yes, I will link that. <laughs> um, and uh, so those will be available to you. I would love for you to get to know her. The second lady that comes to mind from time to time, like lots of times, is Miss Robin Graham. She is also a podcaster. Her podcast is the Second Phase Podcast. You can find her on Instagram at the Robin Graham. And if you go to her website, therobingram.com, and go to her resources page, there's several free items. Yes, the free for an email address type of item, as well as a link to her podcast. And if you follow her on Instagram, you'll get a lot of good stuff too. And I believe she's starting something new. I have been watching all of my lovely ladies. All three of these ladies have launched some really awesome products, services, memberships. I can't even remember who else launched what. Unless I'm on Instagram. So these ladies are doing some amazing things. You definitely want to follow them. And then the third one is Miss Maria Platusic. And I may have slaughtered her last name. Um, she has recently launched the Brand Strategy Breakdown course. Which I will link to you. I am so jealous. I am ready to take that. That's probably going to be one of my next business investments. Because I want to help you guys brand. Um, branding without a w website without branding just does not work doesn't work out seriously socials you might be able to wing it but honestly people are getting way more what do you call it they just get way more knowledgeable let's just put it that way but you can find her at platusic design that's p-l-a-t-u-s-i-c design and again we're going to link everything including the link to her brand strategy course um i believe she still has her launch special on where you're saving a hundred bucks as of the time of this recording if i am wrong forgive me that's on me she didn't tell me that i'm pulling it from memory and y'all know how my memory is right now right so all the links for all three of these ladies are in my show notes i want you to follow them and learn branding um if there's anything you can do for your business that will push it forwards it is having a memorable brand you want to be first in mind when it comes to whatever you do i want to be the first person you think of when it comes to wordpress and y'all want to hear a little surprise sometimes i'm in q2 or 3 and 2022 i'm going to be pushing to be the first person in mind when it comes to podcast management that's the second reason i launched this show not the first the second um was to learn to do all the stuff podcasts so um if you're thinking of launching a podcast mid late 2022 keep me in mind i would love to help you okay so we have gone over the seven things you need to have on point before you start diying your site because you're going to diy your site first because you're smart now I, we also went over what I believe, from my knowledge and study, and I am no expert, are the eight things you need to know to have a powerful brand. I have recommended three amazing ladies for you to follow, get to know um, when it comes to branding. I recommended three because they each have 
very different styles and thoughts. And honestly, I've learned from all three of them. I don't think you can go wrong with any of them. And who knows who you will connect with the most. Now, at the beginning, I said I wasn't going to leave you hanging because you do need a way to present yourself professionally while you're working on that website. I have my three favorite ways, two of which we're going to use Canva for because I love Canva. I am a Canva champion, and honestly, they have come so far, you wouldn't believe it. Canva Pro is definitely worth the cost, but we are going to use Canva for the first two, and the second one we're going to use Instagram for. So if you love Instagram, you're going to love the third one. And Maria uh, Platusic actually does this, and I went to look at hers, and it's freaking amazing. I'm going to have to do this. Are you ready? <clears throat> okay, so the first one, um, make a PDF. Make a PDF that lists out, you know, an about me and uh, my services and a contact me and a portfolio if you have one. You can put all this in a PDF. Keep it short, sweet, you know, to the point. You don't want to elaborate a bajillion pages. Not cool. Um, and then share it. Please don't download and share it. I have heard of people, because I've been in this game for a couple years, excuse me, I have heard of people having past clients sharing an outdated PDF with potential future clients and it causing a bit of friction. I'll tell you how to share it in just a minute, especially if you do it in Canva. If you're going to do your PDF in Canva, write it out in a document, a notepad on paper. No, 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 don't write it on paper. Document or notepad, something like that, something digital. So you can copy and paste into Canva and then format. Canva's amazing. But I find I type faster than Canva can keep up with at times. So you may want to consider doing that. And then you always have a copy in case, oh, let's say your entire computer decides to reboot in the middle of doing something for nothing. Um, if you're using a cloud-based program that auto-saves, you won't lose as much. Pro tip there. Been there, done that, burnt the shirt. Now, Canva also makes single-page sites. They look really good. Um... If you use a link shortener, sometimes there's issues. So don't use a link shortener. You may have to use the ugly, um, <clears throat> the ugly long link that Canva gives you. However, if even in an email you can write out myamazingsite.com, my you know click here to go to my amazing site, and then right click and make it a link, and that way they don't see the long ugly link. So that's the only caveat. I hope I'm saying that right. That I have with the way to share the PDF and the single-page site. Um, with a single-page site, you'll share as a website. Pretty simple. If you need walkthroughs for any of these, I'm happy to make videos um, just so I can show you the current process. Can you tell I adore Canva? With the PDF, you can share and make sure it is view only. And then as long as you are using the same document, anytime somebody else shares it, it's the updated information. You're, as long as you keep it updated, they get updated information. I mean, it's that simple. And then when I thought of that, I'm like, why didn't I do that myself at some points? Okay. And now the third way, thanks to Maria Platusic, is Instagram has a feature called guides. If you don't know how to use it, I don't know, Google it. Um, I can show you if you'd like. Let me know. I do have a couple of guides on my profile. If you want to go look at them, I say go look at Maria's. Hers look really great. Um, so you use the guides to put your portfolios in. And you can break them down however you want. Yes, it will need to be an Instagram post, but why are you not posting your portfolio on your Instagram? Why? Not your personal Instagram, your business one. If you have the two separated, go you. So, 
three ways you can present yourself professionally while you are getting your seven points straight and your branding on point and all that good stuff we've talked about already is to make a PDF and have it in Canva and share it with a view only share link, a single page site in Canva that you can share uh, using share as a website. You can also use the guides in your Instagram profile to do so. And you can link directly to those guides. Did you know that? Amazing tip from Maria. When she first shared it, my chin like almost literally dropped. Okay, now, when you get ready to DIY your site, if I do not have a course by then, and if you're listening to this the day it comes out, I absolutely do not have a course yet. It's on my 2022 list. We'll see if it gets done. Um, The amazing Pat Flynn has a free course. It's called Build Your Own Brand. And he does talk a little bit about branding and all kinds of stuff in there, not just WordPress sites, but he does show you how to build a site. I will link to that. Um, You can find him at smartpassiveincome.com. He also has about three or four podcasts. He has a YouTube playlist that I watched to get started on my own podcast. I can't think of much of anything Pat Flynn doesn't have his hands in right now. So if you want to learn something, you can learn it from him pretty much. I will link to that to help you DIY your site. You can also send me questions. Um, lots of ways you can get help while you're DIYing. If you do not decide to use Pat Flynn's course, my only caution to you is to make sure it is recent. And um, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Make sure it's recent. All right. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. As always, any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for things that you need somebody to go over, Um, You can send them to me, my email, both of my Instagrams, both of my websites are all in the show notes, as well as links for the three ladies you should follow to learn branding, um, the DIY course from Pat Flynn, and a few other things will be linked in the show notes as always. Um, And I know I say it in the outro, but if you would leave a rating and review, that would mean so much to me. It will... It lets me know if I'm doing good, if I'm doing poorly. If you have suggestions for improvement, I appreciate those. Um, As long as you're honest, that's what I need. Um, And if you screenshot it and send it to me via any of the 5 million ways you can communicate communicate with me, it would mean so much, and I can read it out on the air and give your actual name. If it pops up and I see it otherwise, I will read your screen name and you will know it's you. But if you send it to me in a screenshot, I can give your actual name and, you know, maybe a little bit about your business or what you do um, on the air. So that is it for this episode of WordPress Simplified. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate all of your support. You can support me over at Buy Me a Coffee. That link and any others mentioned in the episode are in the show notes as well as over on the blog at wpsimplified.us. There's also links in the show notes to uh, find me on Instagram where we can stay in touch. And if you would take the time to leave a review at your favorite podcasting app, that would be amazing. If your app doesn't allow that, then of course you can always send me an email. That's Jen, J-E-N-N, at wpsimplified.us. Until next time, take care and stay sweet. See you next week. Bye.